grace notes. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. That's a hard thing to do in this fast-paced society. We're citizens of the instant world. Instant food, instant credit, instant service, and instant gratification. Silence is rarely ever golden. We feel we have to fill up every moment with activity, or we'll lose out somehow. In the 23rd Psalm, we've seen so far that if we let the Lord be our shepherd, He makes us lie down in greed pastures, and in today's lesson, we'll find that He leads us to a place where we can be quiet, by still waters. Let's listen as Barbara Sandbeck sings a song that sets the tone for the subject she'll be covering. Rest, the Lord is near, refuse to fear, enjoy His love. Trust His mighty power, fills Oh, yeah. 
My favorite phrase in that song is, Rest, the Lord is near, refuse to fear, enjoy His love. But do we? It takes a concentrated effort to learn to rest and enjoy God's love. I asked my husband the other day what constitutes a green pasture experience for him. He said it's when we sit at the table, read the Bible together, and discuss it. That's when we feel closest to the Lord and each other. It's also when the cares of the day become less burdensome and we realize God is in control. Another word for rest is trust. Resting in the Lord means we're trusting Him to lead us aright. I was taking my usual walk the other day, and I looked up to see a dog walking a lady. (laughs) It was comical. Here she was in a frenzy, hanging on to the leash as her dog proceeded to cross the street, ignoring the traffic and her tugging. I thought how dangerous this would have been if she were anywhere but in that quiet street. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that we are not only like sheep who have no clue where we're going, we're like that dog trying to take control of our own leash and seeking any pasture that suits at the moment. When we try to lead God, we're in a precarious position. When He leads us, we'll find His pasture to be safer and greener than any we could find. Psalm 23, 2b says, He leadeth me beside the still waters. The verb leadeth suggests gentle persuasion. In biblical days, shepherds didn't drive their sheep. They led them. All day long, the sheep followed their own shepherd as he searched for grassy meadows and sheltered pools where the flock could feed and drink in peace. Left to themselves, sheep would wander off into the wilderness and die. When I was a kid, I used to like to hike in the woods. I always entered from the same place. From that vantage point, it seemed like I could canvass the entire forest in no time. I'd soon find out, however, that it was much more vast than I'd imagined. Our journey through life is much like an expedition through a forest. The only things we really see are the trees in front of us. When darkness sets in, we can't even see them. We get lost when we put faith in our ability to find the way. Letting Christ lead us enables us to know God's will, which lights our way. John 1.4 says, In Him, Jesus, the Word, was life, and the life was the light of men. We need to trust Jesus to direct all aspects of our life. He knows the beginning from the end. John 14.6 says, He's the way, the truth, and the life. I captured that verse in a poem. Sometimes I sail in troubled waters of life's storms, and navigating makes me think I'll come to harm. But I can yield the rudder to my shield and stay, for I know the one who calls himself, I am the way. I'm faced with daily choices as I man the boat. Should I charge forth, trim the sails, or just stay afloat? I'll trust the keel to keep the balance and not to be moved, for I know the one who calls himself, I am the truth." The lifeline is securely tied to bring to shore the mates whose captain took the trip for them before. I'm sure there is help for everyone whose soul's in strife, for I know the one who calls himself, I am the life. Experienced shepherds knew the terrain and urged their flocks toward familiar grasslands and streams. The shepherd patiently and persistently encouraged his sheep to the place where their hunger and thirst would be satisfied. 
Jesus, our gentle shepherd, knows the terrain we have to face in life. We can trust him. He leads us beside still waters. This scene is one of tranquility and satisfaction. The word still depicts peace and quiet. It's also described as a consoling place. Boy, don't we need that after the bumps and bruises we encounter in the day. Still water is not only calm, it runs deep. Deep water is cold and refreshing. Because the water is still rather than rushing, it relaxes us. It also cools our body and quenches our thirst. In speaking to the woman at the well, Jesus said in John fourteen thirteen through 14 Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Jesus also said in John seven thirty seven and 38, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Psalm 1-3 describes the person who walks with God like this. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatsoever he does prospers. As believers in Christ, we are positionally seated in heavenly realms with God, our true pasture, alongside Jesus, the living water, who is seated beside the Father. Matthew 5.16 states, Blessed or happy are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. We hunger and thirst after righteousness when we taste and see that the Lord is good. King David understood this when he wrote in Psalm 42, 1 and 2, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, the living God. And Psalm 107, 9 concludes with, He satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. All my life long I had panted for a drink from some clear spring that I hoped would quench the burning of the thirst I felt within.
You've been listening to Grace Notes. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.